ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهديه الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد today then we're on the sixth nullifier of islam من استهزأ بشيء من دين الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم كفارة. anybody who makes a mockery or a joke about the religion, anybody who mocks anything about the religion of the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم commits كفر. قال المصنف رحمه الله السادس من استهزأ بشيء من دين الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم أو ثوابه أو عقابه كفارة that anybody who mocks anything from the religion of the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم or the rewards or the punishments that have been mentioned then that person disbelieves والدليل قوله تعالى قل أبي الله وآياته ورسوله كنتم تستهزئون لَا تَعْتَذِرُوا قَدْ كَفَرْتُمْ بَعْدَ إِيمَانِكُمْ This ayah in Surah At-Tawbah that say, Are you mocking Allah and His ayat and His Messenger? Uh, were you mocking Allah and His ayat and His Messenger? Do not make excuses after you have disbelieved or you have disbelieved after your iman. So this now, is a nullifier which occurs because of statements that you may make. Statements that you make, things that you say. وَالنَّاقِضُ الْخَامِسُ الَّذِي قَبْلَهُ كَانَ نَاقِضًا اعْتِقَادِيًّا إِذْ هُوَ بُغْضُ شَيْءٍ مِّمَّا جَاءَ بِهِ الرَّسُولِ صلى الله عليه وسلم Number five, the previous nullifier, that had been about hatred. If you have hatred or a disliking for something in the religion. Number six now is making statements against something of the religion. So number five, that nullifier was about an action of the heart. Your hatred for something or your dislike for something of the religion of the sunnah. Number six is your physical statements now your actual speech against or mockery of any aspect of the religion. So here, the first point to note. هذا الناقض وهو الاستهزاء بالله أو بالرسول أو بالقرآن العظيم فمن استهزاء بالله أو برسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم أو بالقرآن العظيم فقد كفر كفرا أكبر مخرجا لهم من الملة. Anybody who mocks Allah or the Messenger or the Qur'an, then that person has committed major kufr. Anybody who makes a mockery, a joke of Allah or the Qur'an or the Messenger, then that person has committed kufr, taking him out of the fold of Islam. لِأَنَّ أَصْلَ التَّوْحِيدِ وَأَصْلَ الْإِيمَانِ يَقُومُ عَلَى تَعْظِيمِ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ وَكِتَابِهِ Because the whole of your iman, the origin of it and the basis of it, it is in your understanding and your recognition of the greatness of Allah 
and the greatness of the messenger and the greatness of the final revelation, the Qur'an, if you don't have that recognition of the greatness of Allah, the might and majesty of Allah, the greatness of the messenger, the greatness of the Qur'an, you don't have that feeling and recognition, and so you mock Allah or the messenger or the Qur'an, then that's the very basis of your iman broken away. The very basis of your iman which is built upon your recognition of the might and the majesty of your creator, if that is belittled and degraded in of yourself, then the very basis of your iman is degraded away. فَمَنْ سَوَّلَتْ لَهُ نَفْسُهُ أَنْ يَسْخَرَ أَوْ أَنْ يَسْتَهْزِئَ بِاللَّهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى أَوْ بِرَسُولِهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ وسلم أَوْ بِكِتَابِهِ وَبِدِينَهِ فَإِنَّ هَذَا مُنَافٍ لِأَصْلِ الْإِيمَانِ وَأَصْلِ التَّوْحِيدِ وَهُوَ تَعْظِيمٌ لِلَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ وَلَدِينَهِ So whomsoever he, his soul, his self, brings him to this state of mocking Allah or the messenger or the book or the religion, then that person has negated the very basis of iman. He has nullified the very basis of iman and the very basis of tawheed, and that is your recognition of the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah mentions in this ayah, وَلَئِنْ سَأَلْتَهُمْ لَيَقُولُنَّ إِنَّمَا كُنَّا نَخُوضُ وَنَلْعَبُ قُلْ أَبِ اللَّهِ وَآيَاتِهِ وَرَسُولِهِ كُنْتُمْ تَسْتَهْزِئُونَ that if you ask them, they will say we were only playing around. We were only playing around. Say to them, were you playing around in mockery of Allah and the ayat and His Messenger? لا تعتذروا. Don't make excuses now. قد كفرتم بعد إيمانكم. You have committed kufr after your iman. فَهَاؤُلَاءِ الَّذِينَ اسْتَهْزَأُوا مَا كَانُوا يَعْلَمُونَ أَنَّ فِعْلَهُمْ كُفْرٌ وَمَا كَانُوا يُرِيدُونَ الْكُفْرِ هُمْ فَقَطْ يَعْلَمُونَ أَنَّ سُخْرِيَ لَا يَجُوزُ وَلَا تَجُوزُ وَأَرَادُوا الْمَسْحِ وَاللَّعِبِ لَا تَعْتَذِرُوا قَدْ كَفَرْتُمْ بَعْدَ إِيمَانِكُمْ These people then, these ayat, they are talking about an incident which occurred where some of them, they were making a mockery of some of the Sahaba are making a mockery of some aspects of religion associated points. And so they didn't know that this was kufr. But they knew it was haram to make a mockery of anything to do with the religion. But they thought it was just killing time and just making some jokes and some light-hearted comments. But that type of thing when it is in uh, opposition to the religion... You're making jokes and light-hearted comments as you think, which actually in reality is a joke against the religion, then this is something very severe. Ishaq ibn Rahoya, rahimahullah says, وَمِمَّا أَجْمَعُوا عَلَى تَكْفِيرِهِ وَحَكَمُوا عَلَيْهِ كَمَا حَكَمُوا عَلَى الْجَاحِدِ so from that which they have united or a consensus upon declaring him to be a kafir, 
and they ruled upon him وَحَكَمُوا عَلَيْهِ كَمَا حَكَمُوا عَلَى الْجَاحِدِ The ruling they placed upon somebody making such a mockery is the same as the ruling of somebody who actually just rejects Tawheed and rejects the religion. That person who rejects the religion is obviously kafir. The one who mocks the religion, they said the same ruling for you as him. Mocking the religion, no respect for the religion, no respect for Allah and the Messenger and the Qur'an, they gave the same ruling upon them. فَالْمُؤْمِنَ الَّذِي آمَنَ بِاللَّهِ تَعَالَى وَمِمَّا جَاءَ مِنْ عِنْدِهِ ثُمَّ قَتَلَ نَبِيًّا أَوْ أَعَانَ عَلَى قَتْلِهِ وَإِنْ كَانَ مُقِرًّا وَيَقُولُ قَتْلُ الْأَنْبِيَ مُحَرَّمْ فَهُوَ كَافِرٌ وَكَذَلِكَ مَنْ شَتَمَ نَبِيًّا أَوْ رَدَّ عَلَيْهِ قَوْلَهُ مِنْ غَيْرِ تَقِيَّ وَلَا خَوْفٍ So a believer who believes in Allah and what revelation has come from Allah, he believes in that. But then he kills a prophet or aids and helps in the killing of a prophet. And he says, killing the prophets is haram. But then that person who's done such an act as an example, would be kafir. And similarly, a person who abuses and curses a prophet, or rejects what the prophet came with, min ghayri taqiyya wala khawf, not from any type of pretense or fear, he actually rejects, what the prophets came with, then that is something severe, and that is where the scholars place that severe ruling upon. أَلَا تَرَى إِلَى مَا جَاءَ عَنِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ حِينَ أَعْطَى الْأَعْرَابِ ثُمَّ قَالَ لَهُ أَحْسَنْتَ قَالَ وَلَا أَجْمَلْتَ فَغَضِبَ أَصْحَابُ سَلَّمْ حَتَّى هَمُّوا بِقَتْلِهِ فَأَشَارَ إِلَيْهِمْ النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بالكف وقال للعرابي تأتينا فجاءه في بيته فأعطاه وزاده ثم قال له أحسنت قال إي والله وأجملت فجزاك الله من أهل وعشيرة خيرا ثم قال جزم لأصحابه إن مثل مثلي ومثل هذا ومثلكم كمثل رجل كانت له ناقة فشردت عليه فأتبعها الناس فلم يزيدوها إلا نفورا فقال صاحب الناقة خلوا بيني وبين ناقتي فأنا أعلم بها وأرفق فأخذ من ثمام الأرض شيئا ثم جاءها من بين يديها فجعل يقول لها هوى هوى فجاءت فاستناخت بين يديه فشد عليها رحلها واستوى عليها وإني لو أطعتكم حين قال هذا ما قال فقتلته دخل النار This is a narration which highlights an event which occurred on one occasion where when a man an A'rabi the A'rab they used to be like the Bedouins who used to live out in the villages and they were like nomads and they never used to live in Medina. They used to live outside and they were like travelers and that type of thing. So they weren't as well educated as the city dwellers, as the people in Medina. They had different habits and different norms. They were a bit more rough and tough living outside in those uh, Bedouin style lifestyles. So one of those Bedouins came on one occasion uh, to the Prophet ﷺ, 
And the Prophet ﷺ gave him some things and said to him, أَحْسَنْتَ قَالْ وَلَا أَجْمَلْتَ فَغَضِبَ أَصْحَابُهُ But the Bedouin made a comment which indicated a lack of appreciation to the Prophet ﷺ. Made a comment which indicated a lack of appreciation to the Prophet ﷺ. So companions when they saw this, obviously became very angry. How dare he talk in this way to the Prophet ﷺ. So they became very angry and they were going to do something physical. So the Prophet ﷺ told them stop. They were even, you know, really gonna kill him basically for what he was doing and what he had said and how he had behaved. So the Prophet ﷺ said to them, no. And he said to that Bedouin, come back to us another time. So when he came back again, he was given some more things. And this time the Bedouin then showed appreciation and realized the goodness of that affair. And he thanked and he was grateful. Then the Prophet ﷺ said to the companions after this happened now, he said, the example of me and the example of everything here that occurred basically, is like a man, a man has a camel, and the camel slips away from the knot, and starts to, it becomes free. And so everybody starts chasing the camel. If everybody starts chasing after it, they don't actually get any closer to getting the camel back, it just makes the camel run even more. All of the people trying to grab it from everywhere makes the camel run even more. So then the owner of the camel says to everybody, stop, I'll do it myself. He himself then gets some food or something and convinces the camel to come back to him. He's the owner, he does some food, etc. And the camel comes to him and he can grab the camel. The Prophet ﷺ gave them this example. That with that Bedouin now, he had whatever he had from his behavior. But if we were to all, uh, to all uh, surround him and go upon him in the way that you were about to, then that would have simply led him astray from Islam and astray. And perhaps we would have killed him like that and that would have been the end. But then to leave him and give him that advice in that way, in the end, he came good. He became good, the, the circumstance in the end. So that was just an example of the method and the manner of dealing with that situation. قَالَ إِسْحَاقَ أَخْبَرَنِي بِذَلِكَ عِدَّةٌ مِنْهُمْ إِبْرَاهِيمِ بْنِ الْحَكَمِ بْنِ أَبَانِ And then he mentions the chains of that narration. وَلَكِنْ كُلُّ مَنْ كَانَ كُفْرُهُ مِنْ جِهَةِ الْجَهَلِ وَغَيْرِ الْإِسْتِهَانَةِ رَفِقَ بِهِ حَتَّى يَرْجِعِ إِلَى مَا أَنْكَرَهُ This Bedouin now had behaved and said things that were basically a belittlement of the Prophet ﷺ, a mockery against the religion. The companions were going to raise their swords. How dare he speak like this? But he had done that and said that. Why? Why had the Bedouin behaved like that and said things and made comments that were clearly unacceptable? Why had he done it in the first place? Because of his lifestyle. So because of his ignorance. He didn't know any better. He didn't realized how he was talking and what he was saying was completely inappropriate to the Prophet ﷺ. From his lifestyle and how they were, he didn't know. You know the other hadith about one of the Bedouins once when he came into the mosque of the Prophet ﷺ and he didn't know and he went and urinated in the corner. 
And the companions again, they were going to do something with a bit more severity. But the Prophet ﷺ told them, no, stop them. Said to them, leave him. Da'uhu, leave him. And they allowed him to finish urinating. Then the Prophet ﷺ asked for some water, bucket of water, and clean that area out. So that was the Bedouin again. He had no idea. Bedouin just behaving in a slightly different way. And the Prophet ﷺ explained to him, this is the mosque, the house of Allah, and it is not suitable to do this type of thing in the house of Allah, etc. Explained to him because the Bedouin didn't know. So here the point of that narration here was, somebody who does something or says something upon ignorance, no idea that this is wrong and this is not suitable, then the Prophet ﷺ would give them some uh, patience and explain to them and clarify to them so that they understand the situation. وَإِنَّ كُلَّ مَنْ كَفَرَ فَرُجُوعُهُ إِلَى الْإِيمَانِ فِيهِ عَنْ ذَلِكَ وَلَا يُدْعَى فِي رُجُوعِهِ أو يدعى في رجوعه عن كفره إلى الإقرار بالإيمان وذلك أنه لم يكن جاحدا فكذلك تارك الصلاة يدعى إلى الصلاة فإذا ندم وراجع زار عنه الكفر So a person who makes this type of comment or mockery from jahl you explain to that person uh, you clarify to that person and once he understands and retracts that then that is sufficient it doesn't require that this person now needs to take the shahada again etc once that person understands and recognizes, then it's sufficient. وَقَالَ إِسْحَاقُ وَكُلُّ شَيْءٍ مِّنَ الْوَقِيعَ فِي اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ أَوْ فِي شَيْءٍ أَنزَلَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى عَلَىٰ أَنْبِيَائِهِ فَهُوَ كُفَرْ يُخْرِجُهُ مِنْ إِيمَانِهِ وَإِنْ كَانَ مُقِرًّا بِكُلِّ مَا أَنزَلَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَىٰ So any type of mockery or criticism or abuse that you direct towards anything that Allah has revealed, uh, or upon the prophets of Allah, then that is kufr which exits you from the fold of Islam. That is the purpose of this nullifier. Ibn Taymiyyah, he said, As-sabbu al-lazhi dhakarna hukmuhu, aw hukmahu, min al-muslimi huwa, al-kalamu al-lazhi yaqsudu bihi al-intiqasu wal-istighfaf. He said, when we talk about this topic of mocking the religion or abusing uh, the religion, a Muslim who does that, what we mean is that a Muslim who does that makes those comments or those statements with an intention to belittle the religion. That's what mockery is. You mock someone to degrade them and to belittle them and to make fun of them. So somebody who has that type of intention... That is what we're talking about is now going into issues of kufr. وَهُوَ مَا يُفْهَمُ مِنْهُ السَّبْءِ فِي عُقُولِ النَّاسِ عَلَى اخْتِلَافِ اعْتِقَادَاتِهِمْ كَالْلَعَنْ وَالتَّقْبِيحِ وَنَهْوَةِ And mockery, everybody knows the type of speech that is mockery. Everybody in their cultures and their traditions, you know that certain types of things cannot be said. So mockery is something well understood and well known to the people when you make some type of comment that is belittling or degrading. Uh, and that is why in the Quran it mentions also وَلَا الَّذِينَ يَدْعُونَ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ In the Quran Allah says Do not abuse and curse those other gods, those deities and idols that the others worship. Don't curse and abuse those deities of theirs, the fake deities of theirs. 
Because if you do that in the Quran it says, they may then in response retaliate and abuse and criticize and spread curse against Allah. So do not uh, abuse and curse the deities lest they begin in retaliation to abuse and curse Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the first point being mentioned here, <coughs> the first point being mentioned here, is that the one who mocks anything from Allah, the religion, the Qur'an, the messenger, mocks them, jokes them, makes belittlement of them, then that is kufr. Somebody who does it upon absolute ignorance, they don't know what they're talking about, what they're saying, then you clarify and you explain to them for them to retract. Otherwise a person who knows and does it, then it's kufr. The second point here, لا يشترط في تكفير المعين أن يعلم أن الأمر الذي أتاه كفر يكفي أن يعلم أنه حرام ولا يجوز بعض الناس يفسر العلم في شروط تكفير المعين بأن يعلم أن ما يأتيه كفر وهذا لا دليل عليه بل الآية هنا على خلافه This is another point now if somebody knows that something is haram, but they don't know that it's kufr. Imagine somebody knows now that doing something is Islamically haram. They don't know that it's actually so severe that it's kufr. When that person does that thing, and it is clarified to him, and he still rejects, can it be a justification that we can't declare him a kafir because he knows it's haram, but he didn't and he doesn't understand that it's kufr. Not necessarily. It's not a condition for him to understand it's kufr. He knows it's haram. He knows it's impermissible haram to do. So it's not a condition that you have to say, but he needed to have known that it was at the level of kufr. He knew it's haram in the first place. He knew it was impermissible in the first place. So that is not a specified condition that you have to say, but he needs to know that it was kufr. So if he knows it's haram, that's okay for him to do, as long as he doesn't know it's kufr. That doesn't make sense. He knows it's haram, then you can't do it. Ibn Taymiyyah says, that in this ayah, when it talks about those people who are mocking the companions, and then the ayah says, now don't make any excuses, that you have mocked the companions of the Prophet ﷺ, you've mocked the religion. Those people who did that, didn't in of themselves believe that what they were doing was kufr. They didn't think what they were doing was kufr. They thought it wasn't actually kufr what they were doing. فَبَيَّنَ أَنَّ الْإِسْتِهْزَابِ اللَّهِ وَبِآيَاتِهِ وَبِرَسُولِهِ كُفَرْ يَكْفُرْ بِهِ صَاحِبُهُ بَعْدَ إِيمَانِهِ But the ayah clarifies, if you mock Allah, you mock the messenger, you mock the Qur'an, then that is kufr. You have committed kufr even if you are upon iman. فَدَلَّ عَلَىٰ أَنَّهُ كَانَ عِنْدَهُمْ إِيمَانٌ ضَعِيفٌ فَفَعَلُوا هَذَا الْمُحَرَّمُ الَّذِي عَرَفُوا أَنَّهُ مُحَرَّمٌ and then they did this belittlement and this action which was haram, and they knew it was haram. They did that action. 
but they didn't think it was kufr. وَكَانَ كُفْرًا كَفَرُوا بِهِ But it was kufr. And they were declared kufar for doing it. فَإِنَّهُمْ لَمْ يَعْتَقِدُوا جَوَازَهُ وَهَكَذَا قَالَ غَيْرَ وَاحِدٍ غَيْرُ وَاحِدٍ مِنَ السَّلَفِ So the point being made is that in that ayah, the people who are being talked about, when they were making that mockery, they didn't think it was kufr. Regardless, from that action they were declared to be kufar. They knew it was haram. They knew it was haram to be doing that mockery and belittlement. They didn't know it was kufr. But the very fact that they knew it was haram, clearly belittling a mockery, from that it was declared kufr upon them. وَقَالَ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهِ إِنَّ سَبَّ اللَّهِ أَوْ سَبَّ رَسُولِهِ كُفَرْ ظَاهِرًا وَبَاطِنًا Mocking and cursing and abusing Allah and the Messenger is kufr, inwardly and outwardly. What kind of a person would do that? It is kufr, inwardly and outwardly. سَوَاءً كَانَ السَّابُّ يَعْتَقِدُ أَنَّ ذَلِكَ مُحَرَّمْ أَوْ كَانَ مُسْتَحِلَّ لَهُ Regardless of whether the person who does that mockery knows that it is just haram, or he believes it to be okay to do. If you believe it's okay to mock Allah and the Messenger, that's obviously kufr. A person who doesn't believe it's okay, he knows it's haram, but does it still kufr for doing it. أو كان ذاهلا عن اعتقاد هذا مذهب الفقهاء وسائر أهل السنة القائلين بأن الإيمان قول وعمل. Point number three. إذا صدر من الشخص سب للدين أو للعلماء فإنه لا يعامل في سبه واستهزائه للدين أو للعلماء معاملته لسبه الله أو لرسوله أو للقرآن إنما يستفصل منه ماذا يريد. Now what if a person makes a mockery of the religion as a whole? There's one thing which is mockery of Allah, mockery of the Messenger, mockery of the Qur'an. Then there is generally mocking Islam. Is that the same? Somebody who mocks Allah, mocks the Messenger, and mocks the Qur'an, specific. Allah, Messenger, Qur'an. And somebody who just generally about Islam makes some mockery. Or about the scholars of Islam make some mockery. Is that exactly the same thing or are they different? (coughs) The shaykh here says, in terms of how we react to these people, it's a bit different. Somebody who mocks Allah or the Messenger or the Quran is a bit different to somebody who generally makes comments about the religion or the scholars. Makes a mockery of the religion generally as a whole loosely, broadly, or talks about the scholars, that is a bit different to somebody specifically mocking or cursing or uh, making belittlement of Allah or the Messenger or the Qur'an in specific. So there's a bit of a difference. If a person is mocking the religion in a broad aspect, or talking about the scholars with criticism or mockery, then you seek from that person clarification as to what his issue is, and why he's saying what he's saying. فَإِذَا أَرَادَ بِسَبِّ الدِّينِ أَيْ طَرِيقَةَ هَذَا الْعَالِمِ أَوْ طَرِيقَةَ هَذَا الشَّخْصِ فِي تَدَيُّنِهِ مِنَ التَّشَدِّدْ أَوْ مِنَ التَّصَاهُلْ أَوْ مِنَ التَّلَاعُبَ نَحْيِ ذَلِكَ فَإِنَّهُ بِذَلِكَ قَدْ وَقَعَ فِي مَحْذُورٍ وَلَكِنَّهُ لَيْسَ بِكُفْرٍ مُخْرِجٍ لَهُ عَنِ الْمِلَّةِ When you ask him if he says, well, the reason why I was mocking such and such, a person may come along and mock a person, and he's mocking that person for his practicing of Islam. So that is a broad mockery of Islam. 
You're mocking somebody practicing the religion. Therefore, that is in turn a broad mockery of Islam. You're mocking a scholar, belittling a scholar. That is then broadly a belittlement, a mockery of the religion of Islam. That's what the scholars are upon. So if you do that, then you ask the person why. If that person says to you, well, it's because of the the severity and the harshness that I saw from somebody, or he gives some reasonings behind his criticism and mockery of a practicing person. He says it's because of the way that he was practicing and because of this, because of that. He gives some reasonings behind it. In that case, it would not be possible to say then that this person has committed kufr. But you would say he has certainly committed something dangerous, something bad, something of a sin, to be mocking a practicing person, to be belittling the scholars, something very severe. But you would not be able to say it is at the level of kufr. If, however, he says that I was mocking this practicing person or I was mocking the scholar because of the ridiculous religion, Islam, look at what they do. So now really his mockery isn't about the person, it's about the actual religion that the person is practicing. That's where his mockery is really at. In that case, if it's like that, if that is the issue, then it's back to the kufr issue. There's a difference. If he's mocking the scholars or mocking somebody practicing because yeah, look how stupid he is, how the way he practices and what he does and look how long his beard is and all, you know, it makes a mockery of a person practicing. But he says just because of the way he is. So now then you can't say it's kufr. But if he says, yes, because of the Islam, look what Islam tells these people to do, grow their beards and put their trousers above their ankles and it's not the mockery of the person, he's mocking the practice of the person, the actual religion of the person. So his mockery isn't about the person, it's about the rules and the regulations of the religion, the religion itself. In that case, it's kufr then. فَإِذًا الْأُمُورَ الْمُجْمَلَةَ الْمُحْتَمَلَةَ So if it was something where there's doubt in, you don't just declare the person a kafir. You need to look into the issues as we've always said. You can't just declare people kuffar. وَمِنْهُ يُعْلَمْ وَجْهُ تَخْصِيصِ الْقُرْآنِ الْكَرِيمِ لِهَذِهِ الثَّلَاثَةِ اللَّهُ وَالرَّسُولُ وَالْقُرْآنِ That's why there's a difference between somebody mocking a person or a scholar compared to somebody mocking Allah or the Messenger or the Qur'an. Mocking and making jokes about Allah or the Qur'an or the Messenger, that is something completely different. Because the very fact, just by doing that, just by doing your mockery of Allah, or the mockery of the Messenger, or the mockery of the Qur'an, is something direct straight away. Mocking Allah, direct, absolute, no doubt left. Mocking the Messenger, direct, no issues in it. Mocking the Qur'an, again, no issues in it. That is direct, mockery of the direct religion, Allah, Messenger, Qur'an, Kufr. But if it's mockery of a person or a scholar, then there's more detail to it and it could be different. Number four point. Point number four. يعلم من التقرير السابق أن المسائل التي يكفر بها على نوعين That the types of issues, the types of issues that you declare a person a kafir over are two types. The types of issues that you may declare or that a person may be declared as a kafir over are two types of issues. The first type is ما هو ظاهر بين لا يحتمل غير الكفر وهو سب الله وسب الرسول وسب القرآن أو الاستهزاء بالله أو الاستهزاء بالرسول أو بالقرآن أو السخرية بالله أو بالرسول أو بالقرآن. 
One is something that is blatant and clear. One type of thing that somebody may be declared a kafir over is something that is blatant and clear. And that is like somebody who abuses or mocks or belittles Allah, the Messenger, or the Quran. Clear and blatant. Kufr. How can you? How can you mock and belittle Allah or the Messenger or the Quran? Clear kufr. The second type is مَا Where there is a possibility of kufr and a possibility of non-kufr. And that is when you see a person mocking or belittling in a more broader sense. Talking about somebody practicing and him practicing the religion and mocking him. Talking about the scholars and mocking the scholars. Is he talking about that person himself and his practice? That wouldn't be kufr then. Or is he talking about the actual religion? Him practicing the religion. The religion is his problem. Then that would be kufr. So those things need to be looked into. Point number five. اِخْتَلَفَ الْعُلَمَاءِ رَحِمَهُمُ اللَّهِ فِي هَؤُلَاءِ النَّفَرَ الَّذِينَ نَزَلَ فِي حَقِّهِمْ مَا نَزَلَ هَلْ كَانُوا مُؤْمِنِينَ صَادِقِينَ فِي الْإِيمَانِ وَكَفَرُوا بِهَذَا أَمْ كَانُوا يُظْهِرُونَ الْإِيمَانِ وَعَامَلُونَ فِي الظَّاهِرِ مَعَامَلَةَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ أَوْمْ فِي الْبَاطِنِ أَهْلُ النِّفَاقِ This ayah that we quoted at the beginning, وَلَا إِنْ سَأَلْتَهُمْ لَيَقُولُنَّ إِنَّمَا كُنَّا نَخُوضُ وَنَلْعَبُ This ayah that if you were to ask them, and they will say, we were only playing around, we were only messing around, and then the ayah says, were you playing around and mocking Allah and His ayat and His messenger? You have disbelieved. These ayat were about a story. Which story? Who knows the story? So they were in a, in a, they were like heading out, they were heading out, and there were these individuals who were mocking the Sahaba and saying that we have not seen anybody more gluttonous than the Sahaba. They're always eating. And we've not seen anybody more cowardly than the Sahaba. We've not seen anybody more gluttonous, more cowardly. These are the types of things they were saying about the Sahaba. Allah has said in the Sahaba that He is pleased with them. So now that is a mockery. It is a mockery of the, the religion as a whole. Ayat of the Qur'an. Allah is telling you in the Qur'an, He is pleased with the Sahaba. The Prophet said, خَيْرٌ nasi qarni." The best of the people are my generation. So how can somebody come along now and mock the Sahaba? The Sahaba who defended the Prophet ﷺ, helped in spreading the Islam in that first uh, generation. Everything the Sahaba did, all of the Sahaba, Udul and Thiqat in terms of their uh, uh, reliability, absolutely. When you look at Hadith, they don't even say what the level of the Sahabi is. Guaranteed by default, he is authentic. Don't even have to look into it. So after all of that, they come and they criticize and they mock and they make jokes about the Sahaba, saying the Sahaba eat too much and they are cowardly. So when they were saying these things, that's a mockery of the religion. If they're going to mock the Sahaba, the greatest of all of this ummah, the Prophet Wasallam, then the Sahaba of this ummah, they're going to mock the Sahaba, then that is a mockery of the religion without a doubt. So when they did that, this ayah said, you have committed kufr. The scholars, they differed though. That group of people, were they munafiqun in the first place? Were they just a bunch of munafiqun in the first place? And so they were mocking happily, no problem, the sahaba. But when they found out that the Prophet found out, then they all, oh, we, we were just playing and we were just joking and we were just, he says in the narrations, we were just killing time. 
just killing time with just some speech and this and that. Or is it the fact that they were actually Muslims, just very weak in their iman and they were making these statements? The scholars, they differed over that issue. وَمِنَ الْعُلَمَاء Some scholars said they were actually believers. But from their weakness in iman, from their lack of understanding, that they began to make these uh, comments and make these statements against those sahaba. Others they said actually, actually they were munafiqoon. That those individuals were munafiqoon. وَمَنْ رَجَّحَ الثَّانِي قَالْ إِنَّ هَؤُلَاءِ نَفَرٌ مِنَ الْمُنَافِقِينَ كَانُوا يُظْهِرُونَ الْإِيمَانِ وَيُعَامَلُونَ بِمُعَامَلَةِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ That they used to be munafiqoon in the first place. But that the treatment they were given was the treatment of believers. Because the munafiqoon at that time, the ones who were pretending to be upon Islam, they were amongst the people treated as the people as Muslims. Hence, when it became known about some of the uh, munafiqeen, when they made comments, and one of the Sahaba, Umar ibn Khattab said, shall I not kill him? And the Prophet said, no. Because people will say that I am killing the Sahaba. Because as far as people can see, those munafiqoon are Sahaba, they believers with the rest of them. So, some of the scholars said that these people were munafiqoon in the first place, who made this mockery of the Sahaba, made mockery of the religion, and there is a difference between the scholars regarding that. Then, the final point to mention on this issue, point number six, وَجَاءَ الْخِطَابِ فِي الْآيَةِ بِالْجَمْعِ لَا تَعْتَذِرُوا وَجَاءَ إِنَّمَا كُنَّا نَخُوضُ وَنَلْعَبْ مَعَ أَنَّ الَّذِي صَدَرَ مِنْهُ هَذَا الْكَلَامِ كَمَا جَاءَ فِي سَبَبِ النُّزُولِ وَاحِدٌ مَعَ مَجْمُوعًا مِنَ الرَّفِقَةِ There was a group of them, but only one of them was actually making all of those comments. Only one of them was actually making all of those comments. Yet in the Qur'an, the ayat talk about them in a plural group uh, wording. With the jam' in the, the dhama'ir which are used in the Qur'an, in the plural form, لا تعتذروا You, all of you, do not make any excuse. And they say in response, إِنَّمَا كُنَّا نَخُوضُ وَنَلْعَبُ We were only playing around. So what's the point to understand here? وَذَلِكَ لِأَنَّ حُكْمَ الَّذِي يَجْلِسُ مَعَ مِثْلْ هَؤُلَا وَهُوَ يَسْمَعْ كَلَامَهُمْ وَمَا يَخُوضُونَ فِي if somebody is sitting amongst those types of people, and they are mocking the religion, they are mocking Allah, they are mocking the messenger, they are mocking the Qur'an, and somebody is sitting there listening to all of that, and he doesn't make any type of rejection, or try to stop them, or if he can't stop them, at least he can get up and go, he doesn't even do that, stays there listening to all of that, حُكْمُهُ the ruling upon that person will be the same as the rest of them who are actually doing it. The ruling upon him will be the same as the rest who are actually doing it. You're sat there listening to somebody abusing Allah, mocking Allah, mocking the messenger, mocking the Quran. How can you do that? 
Either tell him to stop. If you can't, he won't listen. Get up and go. Why are you sitting there listening to criticism against Allah and the Messenger and the Quran? So the ruling upon that person would be the same as the ruling as the one who actually does it. We'll conclude upon that point for today. There's a bit more to go. The full story will bring it next time as well. Next time we'll mention the full story of what happened in these individuals and how they made that mockery and what was said to them. Inshallah, next time we'll bring that full story as well. Next week at the same time, 7 p.m. So we'll conclude upon that point roughly halfway through the sixth nullifier of Islam. Uh, Any questions up to there so far? Any questions on this topic so far, what we've done there now today?